Welcome to a world of exploration, thought, and discussion, sequentially through 156 episodes of Rod Serling's seminal classic, The Twilight Zone. Welcome to Submitted for Your Approval. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Submitted for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast. I am your host, Brandon Cruz, and it is 17 December uh, in the year of our, our Lord. Uh, I, I, if you're if you're religious, every year should be the year, Lord. That's that's kind of weird. Um, but with me today, let me. What sounds about me? I'm here with Dan and Anna. Yes, that's right, Dan and Anna. They're from the Between Science and Superstition Twilight Zone podcast. Uh, where they watch every single episode of the Twilight Zone. It's crazy. I don't know why they're they're here. Uh, the, on a show. Of, Oh, about the Twilight Zone. But you should connect with them as they watch and cover the philosophy, themes, and behind the scenes. Lately, they've also started covering recent movies, as well as writing essays on things like the General Mills monster serials. <laughs> uh, which is, which is, I, I read that initially, and I, I cracked up, and I'm still getting the, the giggles out of it. But anyways, hey, <laughs> welcome, Dan and Anna. Thank you for joining me on this this adventure. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, you you are fellow Twilight Zone podcasters, uh, and and I want I want to talk to you more about your show and and what what got you into the Twilight Zone a little bit. Um, how did how did you how did you get started? Why did you decide to get started with a Twilight Zone podcast? Um. Well, we were originally trying to do. Uh, like a YouTube channel just on playing video games. Uh, but we had other ideas kind of flowing around, but ultimately it was a thing that like I really loved doing, which was watching the Twilight Zone like every year on sci-fi and then just being obsessed with it over the years. So then we're like, why not do a podcast? Let's maybe get that going and see yeah. what how that goes. <laughs> I was in I was in favor of doing anything creatively. So right. Anna's passionate about the Twilight Zone, so I thought I'd tag along. <laughs> that, 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 that's awesome. That's, so so Dan, you weren't you weren't necessarily a, a fan of the Twilight Zone. You kind of. I mean, I I would say everyone is somewhat a fan. <laughs> Twilight Zone shows up in literally everything. But like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not someone that, you know, watches the marathon on New Year's every year and owns everything. I was just I saw like the top tier episodes and that was about it. Uh-huh. So it's been fun diving deep into these. I wouldn't say lesser known episodes, but less talked about episodes. Gotcha. So so you 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 kind of be like, all right, Anna, go ahead and, and watch that. I'm going to be uh, playing Fallout 76 or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, it would just be like. I, I think. I know um, Matt from Anthology is the dude that's like every episode I'm watching for the first time, but I'm essentially the same thing. Like I haven't seen most of these episodes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I, I am proud to say that I spoiled Matt on a few of those episodes because he's like, oh, I didn't watch that one yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, I'll, I'll throw this out there. Are there any other shows that, that you want to cover or uh or are interested in covering as you as you expand your your podcast empire that was that was definitely a possible i mean that's that's gonna happen we i wanted to come up with a title that would be easy for us to transition from show from one show to another that is within that theme of science and superstition yeah so like Um, we cover we've done like movie reviews every now and then so it's like uh 
you know, Jordan Peele did the new Twilight Zone, so we covered us. And we did Lighthouse recently. Just these like weird sci-fi spooky kind of stuff that would fit the theme. So it's like, uh, in terms of shows, I mean, everyone always throws out like X-Files and stuff like that. Sure, yeah. But I don't know if I'll dedicate a whole podcast to it. <laughs> <laughs> but like like binge a season and be like, okay, let's let's have like maybe a two-parter and move on. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. I kind of like want to do a Star Wars episode just because we've been watching so much Star Wars lately that I'm like, I have so many opinions and I have an outlet that I could use. <laughs> uh, and and it's, I mean, it's going to be over. It's going to be over soon. Uh, yeah. it, by the time this 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 episode airs, it will be long gone. Uh, and, and you'll probably be like, I don't want to let me strike that from the record. I don't yeah. want to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, that that I think that that's great having just with with your title between science and superstition being able to capture a a, a wider swath of of topics in in movies and and television. Um and you know that that superstition part in there you, you, if you wanted to you could be like I'm going to do true crime witchcraft edition. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, that's like up my alley. <laughs> Uh, uh, reminder: If if that does happen, you need to have me on it so I can uh, just say I I called this. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we were eventually like had in mind. Well, for me, it was Goosebumps because oh. I, I love Goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, books, shows, like everything. So we definitely have like ideas of what we want to do for talking about Goosebumps. Um, specifically, like covering the books more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then maybe, you know, I, the, the idea is still, you know, not, there's nothing set in stone yet right now, but it's something that I'll probably, we'll probably do like some point next year. <laughs> all, okay, all right. Uh, listeners, beware. You're in for a scare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woof, 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 woof. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, geez. All right. Well, uh, thank thank you for that. Thank you for filling me in on on how awesome you are. Um, before we get into uh, your, it, it's in, in kind of the, oh, man. I messed up that segue. I, I could have easily been like, I I felt like I walked in your shoes. Perfect <laughs> episode. <laughs> Put seven. it in. Force yeah. <laughs> it. Uh, that's right. We're talking about we're talking about Dead Man's Shoes. Uh, originally aired in 1962, January of uh, January 19th. It stars Warren Stevens as Nathan Bledsoe, Richard Devon. He is Bernie Daggett, and Florence Marley as Daggett's woman. Uh, good job, everybody. <laughs> we don't give her a name. We just. Yeah. Uh, we give her um, uh, an owner, I guess. Uh, yeah, di- really. Directed by Montgomery Pittman, who directed five episodes and, and wrote a few. Uh, this one was written by the great Charles Beaumont. There you go. Uh, as always, Dan and Anna, you, you you know you know this. You know this. It's time for you, me, and IMDb synopsis, where uh, we we say your one sentence synopsis of the episode. We compare it to mine, and then we compare it to IMDb, who has paid writers to to figure their stuff out. Are they paid writers? Like I thought, I would have sworn that's like a Wikipedia type of thing. Uh, I'm gonna assume they're paid. Well, you know, even if they're like their job is plumbing, they I'm sure they have a job. <laughs> they're getting paid somehow. <laughs> yeah how how are they affording computers? You know, well, maybe they go to the public library. We could we could talk about the dynamics of, of that in the post show. 
so let let's let's get that started. Uh, would would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? Uh, you know what? You can go first because ours is probably better. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was going. Do oh, that. Just oh a little, just a little uh, sauce for you. <laughs> a, a little light ribbing. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair, fair enough. Usually, usually I immediately say that mine sucks and yours is better. But now let's see. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> no, but yours is going to be better. Okay. <laughs> Here's mine. Shoes don't make the man, but possessed shoes will will get. A man killed? I don't know. I, I fucked. It. I fucked it up. Uh, <laughs> All right, yours is cute. I like yours. I Maybe like where yours is better. Was going? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I've never. I've never had my synopsis uh, cute. I, <laughs> it's like I'll, I'll put. It, I'll put it like right next to my chihuahua. Be like, there you go. Play with oh, that. A nice cute synopsis. <laughs> All right. What, what do you? What do you got? What, what do you do? Um, our synopsis is: a homeless man is forced to walk a mile in someone else's shoes. Mm. Uh, I I wonder. I I don't mean to criticize, but I wonder if it was more than a mile. Maybe you know what? I don't think he walked that far. (laughs) I I feel like all of this is very close range, (laughs) like a like a block and a half, maybe. Uh, Forced to walk a block and a half in someone else's shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I think. if 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 you want to accept my my uh kind of edit you know you can you can you can have it but i i still think yours is better than mine um imdb however they say a homeless man takes the shoes of a dead gangster and steps into his life oh bastards pretty, pretty close yeah pretty close to ours maybe we're the uh, paid writers at imdb <laughs> <Ooh>. i wish i was <laughs> uh, for for any imdb uh connoisseurs out there make sure you send an email to imdb.com and let them know <laughs> dan and anna are better so <laughs> and looking to be paid writers please <laughs> please fingers crossed uh okay well, so for those listening Hit hit us up uh, on on Twitter at s four a podcast uh, or hit up these fine folks over at bsa pod bsas pod uh, which is between science and superstition those initials pod on on Twitter. Amen. There you go. There you go. See, look. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got I got I got your number. I got your number. Uh, <laughs> now let, let's let's transition. Uh, Dan and Anna. Uh, why don't you tell me what your initial thoughts on on the episode were? I think my initial thoughts in this episode were, it's fine. It's a fine episode. I wasn't like blown away by it, but I like the premise a lot. I like the idea of, I love the idea of stepping into someone else's life. I uh, Season one had four of us dying, and I think that's like a great episode, but both of those, this episode and that episode, I have the same problem with is that I wish it was longer. Like, I wish we could play around with this idea more. What would you have preferred to, to play with that idea a little bit more? Like, how, how would you expand that kind of concept? I, whenever, like, someone takes over someone else's body, I would love to see more illustrated, like, physical traits. So it's like maybe someone... Maybe the original guy was a smoker. So every time 
he transitions into a body he needs like to find a smoke like this episode does that a little bit with the tequila and sugar but i don't think it's a good enough like character trait i i i, I get that like i i was gonna say at, at some point in time that uh i i liked how his body would shift from uh the 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 bum nathan into the uh dane right is is, is his actual name mm-hmm. uh, is the is a gangster's name how, how he transitioned into the the mannerisms of, of that that guy but i you know if if they had gone a little bit more and they did like other people's bodies as, as well i that might have been a, a way to explore that kind of concept a, a little bit better i don't want to jump ahead but i do when we do our uh segment about the ending i have more to say on that Okay. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Anna, what what did you what did you think? Now that I'm really thinking, like now that like we're talking about it, I I had like one set of idea that was similar to Dan's, but now I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Um, I ultimately I liked him more than him. I think uh, it's one of those like usually when we talk about like episodes that are like just fine, but like for me, this one is something that like perf- perfectly kind of encapsulates like a twilight zone episode. It's a like very, like it's fine, but like, it's a good fine. Not like a bad fine. Like I'm bored by it. Like I thoroughly kind of like enjoyed where it was taking me and the ideas and so forth. Usually when it's like a Charles Beaumont episode, he does explore like a lot of fantasy elements that I, I always like thoroughly enjoy where maybe not completely the execution was 100% there, but I like the themes going into it. And, um, I also wish it was kind of a, a little bit longer cause I would have liked to seen like multiple, you know, other ideas within the shoes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, overall I liked it and I was thinking a lot about the four of us dying, but I don't know if I'd want it to be similar to that because then I start thinking, oh, it's going to be like that episode. So I was on more of the good find than bad find, if that makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it does. It does. Throughout the series, you see kind of recurring tropes. Uh, uh, Monsters are due on Maple Street. That's the episode I listened to of, of, of your show uh, earlier today. Um, and... Uh, there, there's a there's a repeat of that uh, in the shelter in in season three. I mean, this episode specifically, like they remade this episode in the '80s, and I think they play off the premise again in the uh, 2000s. So it's like right? this yeah. episode specifically gets reiterated a lot. Dead woman's shoes. <laughs> yeah, what a twist! <laughs> Whoa, Ch- changing it up, keeping you on your feet. <laughs> That I didn't. I didn't mean to make that. That wasn't meant to be a joke. Sorry. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. I. Yeah. I think the as far as the wanting to see more of it, the the intro for for me uh, when Nathan first kind of wakes up, uh, they drop the body off, the dead body of Dane. Uh, Nathan gets up from underneath the the newspapers and he kind of stumbles about, puts his shoes on, and then he meets his other homeless friends. And there's this kind of like silly bit that that lasts a little bit longer, and it takes it takes a little bit longer to get into the 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 idea that the concept of oh now he's he's becoming this gangster. He is the this takes on the gangster's personality, and and for me like that little bit of of exposition or kind of goofiness 
could have been used to maybe expand the the themes later on in the episode. I would also like to so post transitioning into this man's uh he puts on the shoes and then he becomes Dane, right? That's his name. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's Dane. So, like, now that this homeless guy is Dane and he goes to his house, he's got to smell, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say before we get into that, though, when he's with, like, the other two homeless guys, I thought that was going to take a darker turn. What, it, like he was going to kill the guy for his or shoes or they something? were going to start like, you know, just assaulting him. And then he was just going to try to fight back. I don't know. I thought it was going to get darker than that. It wasn't. And I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> I, they could have gone in that. I wouldn't have been mad. But like, because, yeah, you know, you know, those the homeless people that aren't like they're not going to mug you. They're just a little pushy about asking for stuff. I, I don't want to like look at it like that, but I thought it was going to take a darker turn. I did like his shoes, though. Like, yeah, they were nice shoes. Those were nice. Those were nice shoes. Uh, I, I darker turn. I was in Seattle one time, uh, walking into a hotel with my wife and seven year old, and uh, a homeless person came up. Yeah, he was yelling behind us, and I thought, oh, it was just yelling. Uh, he followed us into the hotel lobby. And and started yelling, that's not their kid. That's <laughs> they they stole that kid. Uh, and the and the receptionist just kind of looked at us, and then he looked at my son, and they looked back at us, and I looked nothing like my kid. So yeah, you know, to, 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 to be fair. Uh, and then and then the the homeless guy said, I know this because my name's Jesus. <laughs> Oh, he really cleared the air for you there. <laughs> and then and then the receptionist looked back at me and was like, okay, all right. Manager. You know, okay. uh, so so Anna, when you You're lucky we, she wasn't like way more religious and she's like, oh fuck, Jesus knows. Shit, he's here. <laughs> he's, finally. I've been I've been working this job for 10 years waiting for Jesus to show up. Uh, why did she put why she picked a spin drift in for uh the the arrival? Doesn't matter. Uh but hopefully I, I bring that up uh for the dark turn that Anna's talking about, you're not talking about dark turns like that. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, it's uh, not really, but cause it's honestly like, it wasn't like that at all, <laughs> but I thought they were just going to try to fight him more on getting the shoes. And it just, he ends up like killing one guy or something. Like I thought it was going to go in that direction, but it didn't. And it was like, Oh, okay. They're just like, He's just politely like, "Hey, leave me alone." And yeah, like, all right, fine, cool. I was just, I was just, I was just, <laughs> just want to ask about your shoes. You might know more. <laughs> I'm just saying they're a little snug. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, moving on. Yeah, geez. <laughs> and the one guy's like British too, and I was like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting that either." Was he? he had like he a have British an accent? accent or something. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty fancy. He's a yeah. <laughs> he's I was like, like <laughs> the most proper homeless person, right? <laughs> uh dan you you mentioned uh the 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 smelly part uh yeah whole wholeheartedly <laughs> wholeheartedly agree with you the whole time i'm thinking come on like hurry up and change your clothes do don't don't wait till like 15 minutes in to, to do it not even that like so yeah change your clothes but take a shower but I mean, once the homeless guy takes off the shoes, he's the homeless guy again. So he's going to get out of there. So he can't shower with the shoes on. They're probably leather. Hey, that's right. 
That's right. Uh, that's uh, we'll talk about plot holes here in a, <laughs> in a, in a, few, a few minutes. Um, but yeah, like even when he he transitions into to Dane, um, even if that's not his the name in the the show, we're just sticking with it at this point in <laughs> time. Dane now. I mean, we mispronounce stuff all the time. Like that's our reputation. One of our like nicest reviews like just takes a hard shot at us. Like they source like four times we mispronounce <laughs> someone's name. <laughs> I'm like, thanks for still giving us five stars, but geez. You do not know how to say people's names. Five stars. Keep it up, everybody. <laughs> like I we I think the first episode I say Sterling a lot. Yeah. And then we continue to say Beaumont instead of Beaumont. Yeah. And then we said eulogy instead of elegy. elegy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it, ha- it happens to the best of us. And the worst of us, coincidentally, it just happens to people. That's just what happens. Reading's hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if if we wanted, if you wanted English majors, you wouldn't listen to me. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a weird, weird flex. Um, what were we talking? About? Oh, smelly, smelly people. <laughs> ah, yeah. The topic is smelly people. Dane is when it, whenever he turns into Dane, you, you would think that he would recognize his smell. And be like, this is this is awful. Even if you, if it, even if you went into like a public bathroom and and did the did like the hand soap and like put it under his armpits, yeah. Even if he did that, which I did that at a, at, a, at junior prom because I was like, oh, I forgot deodorant. <laughs> I forgot deodorant today at work, and luckily I wore like a big sweater to hide in all your musk. <laughs> This is great. We're learning so much about each other. (laughs) Anna, have you forgotten deodorant anytime? I didn't want to jump in, but I was going to say that, like, I forgot that I didn't wear deodorant at all yesterday. And I was noticing that when I was cleaning. (laughs) And I was like, hmm, that's a little little little, little ripe. That doesn't smell like bleach. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm a sweaty person. Like I don't really sweat or really smell like that. But when like that happens to me, I'm like, oh, it, it, I need to shower. It catches up to you. <laughs> you say it so confidently. <laughs> Just one day you wake up, you're like, oh, I am, I am a stinky person. Oh, I didn't have a hoagie today. <laughs> oh, I always tell you when you smell. I'm yeah, sorry. I, dude. I mean, some people need that. <laughs> they, they they do. I was I was I was a very smelly person. Uh, but you know, hey, we we learn our lessons, just like Nathan did in this episode. He that's right. right. Did he though? I don't think he did. He didn't learn. He didn't learn anything because he wasn't allowed to learn anything. Yeah, that's true. He was he was a tool in in this episode. That is wild. That this whole episode is like we're talking about Dane. He just kidnapped someone's body. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. We in in like the I don't know which which book that you guys use if you use any books as as far as like research goes or when you're preparing for your episodes. But uh, in in Martin Graham's book, which I use mostly, the she uh, oh he is listed as Nathan, and and I kept hearing Dane. That's why I have Dane in my right. head. Uh, so I'm like, which which actor played that guy? And then I had to like go back and be like, "Oh, Nathan!" I watched the episode. It says Nathan. There, there it is. Now, okay, now I found him. It doesn't have any reference to him at all whatsoever, other than that. Um, but he is essentially Dane throughout the whole episode, and it's it's kind of confusing. 
I would I would like to know Anna does all the research and we didn't research at all because it's your show. So that's your problem now. <laughs> oh <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but like we did it. <laughs> but I was just yeah, I was gonna let you just take us for the ride. So <laughs> that's that's the great part about being a guest is you you just let the you let the host crash and burn. Like hey, <laughs> no. this is all this is all on you, bruh. Have at it. <laughs> But I mean, like for the most part, like most of our, like where I research comes from, uh, like the encyclopedia and then there is the companion, the companion but the third edition for got the it. most part, like, yeah. Got it. Got oh. it. So yeah. thank you guys for your sources. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, w- I wanted to add, I wanted to add, I mentioned a little bit about, um, the, the agency bit and, and, and Nathan, poor Nathan, not having really any agency because this is essentially a twilight zone revenge tale uh where where this this gangster this dead gangster is just going to keep coming at uh bernie i think it was yeah bernie dag yeah oh Oh, he has a first name he he does yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, as as far as my research is uh suggesting just that he's going to keep coming coming after him over and over again what kind of feelings do you get from that uh, that idea that this person is who probably has who has a history in the world? Nathan is just kind of just yeah, let's get rid of it. We don't care about that uh, for this this basically bad guys storyline. I mean, it's a pretty tragic story on behalf of um, Nathan is the homeless guy, right? Yeah, right. So it's like Nathan has obviously had it rough because he's living on the streets. And then he takes an opportunity to get shoes just so happened that it was the wrong pair of shoes. So it's ultimately like, you know, nothing but sympathy for Nathan. He's just trying to get by and his body gets hijacked. I find that a little bit awful. I don't know if you've ever seen this this movie uh, called Fallen, I think it is, with Denzel Washington. No, I haven't. Um, or or Wes Craven's Shocker, uh, where we're in those movies, uh, in Fallen, the, the demon is, transfers itself to different people through touch. Wes Craven's Shocker, the the villain goes through people based off of touch, and just kind of discards the the people after they're done with it. Right? Mm. I think uh, one of the Friday Thirteenth movies, a random person becomes Jason. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, final Friday, or uh, yeah, Jason goes to hell. Damn, uh, they all blend together for yeah. me. I'm, I'm surprised you can just except for the Manhattan one. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a. By the way, that's a masterclass in cinema. It should be taught <laughs> in all film schools. <laughs> the karate scene is amazing. But no, honestly, though, part four is where it's at. Sorry, <laughs> like that one's the best for me. But Manhattan's like comical. <laughs> Is is it is, is that the one uh with um one of the uh the kids from Lost Boys? What's what's his name? Yes, it's uh Corey, Feldman. Corey Feldman, yeah. <laughs> and uh Crispin Glover has his uh, awkward dance scene in that one. <laughs> <laughs> that that's right, yes. That that is that is a good one. I, I commend you for for bringing that up. um but yeah yeah the 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 whole body swapping it and discarding uh people like to to me that is um one of the kind of tragic whenever i see that i always just there's something that really uh eats at my core to be like 
I lost my ability to make a decision on my own. Um, and, and I, I'm, I'm taken towards a, a tragic conclusion, like invasion of the invasion of the body snatchers mm-hmm. to lose that kind of control in, in your life. And it's also, it says something that it's like a homeless person. So it's not only that he, uh, had his agency stolen from him. Like if it was, you know, a different situation, then it would be someone else like damaging your reputation or something. But for a homeless person, you basically don't exist outside of like two or three people. That's also like the shitty thing about society and homeless people that very often people are actively trying to like not make eye contact because they feel awkward about that. So it's like, these are people that are already being ignored so to have this story have like them being used it's all like very dirty and gross yeah 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 uh excellent excellent point on that like in and i guess they have to kind of go that route because um why would anybody else just put on random people's shoes right um i guess you could like you could update it to be like i I know i bought a pair of vans from goodwill (laughs) um you, okay. you, you, yeah, I know. I know it's weird. You're, you're, you no, know, I'm just looking at Anna because you're stealing my ending. Oh, <laughs> uh, never mind. I let's move on to other questions. I was gonna give you examples of, like, for the most part, a lot of body swapping movies are very comical, like Freaky Friday or oh, stuff yeah. like that. So, mm. like, it, yeah, for the most, like, we don't really get. Okay, so what we mentioned was, you know, unfortunate examples, but I always felt like in, in most of like my movie, like movies that I've seen in my past time about body swapping movies, it's like families are swapping one another and then they have to like learn how like the kid becomes the adult and then it's like, oh, I got to learn how to be young again. And it's just like for the most part, like that's where we see that's the popular movies that we see for body swapping movies. But uh Yeah. Yeah, sad I, stuff. <laughs> sad, sad stuff. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to to lift through that. Sorry, that's peak Jamie Lee Curtis. I was gonna say that's also peak Lindsay too. Yeah, but no, and when you say peak, it's a very literal peak. Kind of went downhill after that. Well, uh, there was there was that Herbie the Love Bug uh, remake. That oh, that was the peak. I, actually, uh, sorry, I'm. Uh, I have to just interfere. But when Disney Plus came out, the first thing I made Dan watch was there's a movie uh, that has Lindsay Lohan called Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen that I was absolutely in love with. This was after like Freaky Friday. So probably from that movie, that's where she peaks. That was post Freaky Friday? I think that (laughs) was after after Freaky Friday. I think it was after Freaky Friday. Mean Girls. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. Mean Girls. And that's it. (laughs) <laughs> that's all that's all there is to talk about Lindsay Lohan. uh very good calls on all the Lindsay lohan history uh if you want to know more about Lindsay lohan make sure you follow dan and anna's podcast the Lindsay lohan podcast uh, honestly i have so much history with Lindsay. you don't even know like at comic-con i met like one of her agents okay so she did real quick i'm so sorry to interfere she did a show on oprah the the O network about like her comeback and the one agent is there like trying to help her but he's just she's just not giving him anything to work with but i ended up meeting that agent at comic-con and he was he became the agent of um oh my god samwise ganji from lord of the rings 
Oh, What's uh, his name? Uh, Sean Astin. Sean Astin. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry that happened to you, man. Like, I apologize. <laughs> but it's such a weird coincidence. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't be don't be sorry. Uh, Sean Aston, he's a good guy, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And I bro- mean, it's an upgrade as a job. And it, for and, one- <laughs> and his brother looks exactly like him, and his his twin brother. Uh, and it was in uh, the X Men movies, right? As as Iceman. Oh uh, really? Yeah. Uh, oh wow! I didn't know, know that. His, his dad. Have you ever seen the movie Evil Ro- Evil Roy Slade? Um, you gotta check out Evil Roy Slade. Evil it's, Roy, he, he's, it's he's Gomez Adams, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> but he, we we love this movie. No, I, I nobody knows about Evil Roy Slade, and it's like a perfect Western comedy, and it's so good, and I recommend everyone go find it. <laughs> I just wrote it down. Evil Roy okay. Slade. <laughs> if, uh, if you ever seen the movie Kentucky Fried Movie, there's a there's a bit where Big Jim Slade comes out. Un- unrelated we'll move on <laughs> uh the la- last thing i wanted to mention about uh the the body swapping uh, and this isn't this isn't a plug for my other podcast uh the the season three premiere of rick and morty um there, there's a whole bunch of of body swapping going on with rick and putting his consciousness into other versions of himself uh from multiple uh, alternate dimensions and that is we talk about the tragic stuff obviously freaky friday (laughs) excluded from that (laughs) um but that to me that that's okay because it's just the shittier versions of yourself you can get rid of them no no problem (laughs) (laughs) i only went thought of this because i just watched it but i just watched full metal alchemist brotherhood and the main bad guy like it's not exactly a body swap but he like personifies all his negative attributes into the seven deadly sins oh so i thought when you said like the the shitty versions of yourself that made me think of that or or, or the 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 jet lee movie the the one uh, where he, he just he kills a bunch of alternate versions of himself to become the better version of himself, <laughs> the best himself. That's crazy. I gotta watch. <laughs> That's that. something that we should all do every day. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into a self help episode. <laughs> are, are, any, any any final thoughts on 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 the episode itself? Um. Yes. Uh. I want to get to like the part where. I'm just going to say, yeah, Dane is with uh, when he. Sorry, I'm just trying to translate all my thoughts into one. Uh, (laughs) The biggest thing I had was that scene where he goes to his apartment. One, I just didn't really I didn't. it wasn't needed, but there was like good and bad things about it. Like we talk a lot about how his character, like when Dean steps in. I feel like the best example of when he's a different person is in that scene. And it's like the one scene I don't want, but <laughs> the overall scene, I think the, like that character moment. Yeah. Like he has that moment where he, he has like this confidence. It's almost like the tone is what makes him like change into what he is. Cause you were talking about um, finding his characteristics mm-hmm. and like physical traits, but it's all about the, how he exudes like in, in his tone and his confidence. That's where like you find specifically how that guy operates. Nathan, the homeless guy. No, Dean. Yeah. Because before we were like, I was trying to like, I was trying to figure out like which one was him, which one wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was also like, uh, I wasn't cause he looks at a mirror at one point. I wasn't sure if he like 
the reflection of the mirror was a different face. I was like, is that a different face? Are people seeing the other? So I was pretty lost, like a pretty early on. Cause I didn't know if his appearance had changed to other people or not. Like, like if, if he was quantum leaping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then also you don't even find out until he gets to the apartment and she's like, Oh, who are you? And yeah. then he's like, Oh, buy me a drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah not buy me a drink. drink. Make me a drink. <laughs> I'm, so do we not like that scene because he sexually assaults someone and then physically assaults someone in like five seconds of us? <laughs> it was immediately like, let's make out. And then she's like, I don't want this. And then he just smacks her. And that was when I put my hands in my like my head, my hands. I was like, why are we doing this? No, I, I only like I kind of wish there were certain elements about his characteristics that he 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 shows in that scene and put him in other different scenes that I would have liked. Yeah. I would have just scratched this whole apartment scene entirely. Yeah. Cause it does nothing. It it tells you that he likes tequila with a lump of sugar. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I, 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 I don't know if this, if this is what you're getting at Anna, but uh, the whole like switching from Nathan, who's, kind of meek and apologetic i don't know why i'm here <laughs> yeah uh and then and he, then he puts his shoes puts the shoes on um and then he's like i'm now broad-shouldered and bushy-tailed and, and now now you think i'm a badass and let me yeah. let me kiss you and and also punch you in the face uh, yeah like like that that could have been used say in like the the bar scene when he's first staring at uh bernie or daggett at, at the table yeah like uh, imagine an episode where it's like his shoes like i don't know fall off for some stupid reason and you get to have this like back and forth between the two personalities almost yeah like almost it's by himself that that would have been perfect like he's like in an alleyway or something trying to figure it out like where am I? And then you yeah. take it off and he's like, Oh, where am I? And then he's like, Oh, this is me. Like, cause like, cause like speaking of the whole agency thing, it's so weird that like, we basically never actually get Nathan's point of view on anything. Yeah. Right. It j- just him. It's almost like his memory is wiped as soon as he takes the shoes off again. Yeah. Uh, when, when he's trying to talk to Daggett's woman uh, <laughs> or whatever is Yeah. Woman. Uh, and is like, yeah, I I don't know where I am or, or or what am I doing here. I don't know what I'm doing here. Was, it seems like I got off track, but I just realized that Daggett is the bad guy, the real bad guy, and so Daggett's woman would be the woman sitting at the table with him, uh, yeah. who yeah. who seems who seems Zsa Zsa Gaborish. So, <laughs> editor's note for anybody listening: <laughs> I messed it up from the start. Uh, I don't still Daggett's woman is still objective. Uh, yeah. it, it's make it's turning her into an object and I don't appreciate it. Daggett. No wonder you're the bad guy <laughs> this episode. God damn it. Daggett. <laughs> Having being able to take that apartment scene out and, and putting it in a different context. I I, th- I think you're right. That didn't, it didn't do anything but show us the, the audience. Oh, that's what it looks like when he changes um, outside of the main plot which is to take revenge on daggett it would right. be nice to actually give nathan anything <laughs> any kind of like character moments besides oh i don't know where i am and then immediately we don't see him for the rest of the show <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like don't kill him why, why would you kill nathan <laughs> yeah like when you when you take off his shoes the the bullet 
uh, like comes out, pops out of his chest, and then he's alive again. He's like, whoa, what happened here? Where am I? <laughs> it's like- funny. Now that I think about it, there's two ways I could have written this story, but I'm going to save that for the end. But as we're just talking about it, I'm just like already curating like two ideas. <laughs> I don't know how, uh, I mean, you, you always have guests on, so you don't really do much pre-planning, but Anna and I go like beat by beat and then we just figure out the rest. Like we very often, that's why it's like, it's weird having, being on someone else's show. Cause I don't know what you like and don't like, because Anna and I just shoot the shit until we have the best episode essentially (laughs) (laughs) um i i am very 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 ad libby free-flowing i have yeah i have a basic outline of what where to go and just changes in in kind of direction of conversation just happen when i catch a a key word in, in something the guest says so uh mentioning um the smelly part that wasn't in my show notes but i'm like oh yeah no that, duh that's that, that's an obvious thing to to attack uh so so feel free to to talk and uh and 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 go through some of these beats and and whatever um whatever you want to cover by all yeah. means you you're 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 my guest here this is a this is about you nobody people who listen to this podcast they don't give a shit about me <laughs> it's Aww. just it's just funny because like we i i anna has to edit me so much because i just <laughs> fucking talk <laughs> which is great for a podcast by the way yeah i know but i mean sometimes we're talking about the episode of mr beavis and i go into an hour-long conversation about capitalism <laughs> <laughs> well for uh the monsters do on maple street it was we had to cut out a lot of uh the red scare <laughs> which was great but it was just like it went on for very for very long <laughs> or sometimes we just argue and we got to cut that out <laughs> like no damn it that's not what they're trying to say here <laughs> so that's always fun um having to edit that but that's just how it goes <laughs> uh no that's that that's that's good that's good i i usually don't have that much extra content to to edit out but i do have a notepad for when i need it <laughs> uh uh i i did listen i listened to your monsters are, are doing maple street episode i mentioned that a little bit earlier uh and, and maybe like we should talk about this after we talk about this episode but screw it it's it's here now it's in the ether sure. um we're in the moment you you, you meant you mentioned uh rod serling uh, the, the red scare and all that type of stuff in, in that episode and in uh there's one thing that i that reminds me of is after twilight zone was over i think it was early 70s he was supposed supposed to go speak at a college and uh there were, i don't remember the exact details but he wasn't allowed to speak at the college unless he said uh this this oath to the flag and he refused to say the oath to the flag and they and it was a big controversy because oh hey rod serling's not saying the oath to the flag does he does he love america <laughs> yeah must not he's not swearing an <laughs> oath uh and and he he put together a, a letter to the college in um basically saying uh he, he did a speech at a different different college more park college i think and he was just like, uh, 
we don't need to speak an oath if you if you don't trust my my patriotism that's that's on you that's on the that's on the institution that they don't feel comfortable enough with or secure enough that they need to uh, artificially invoke an, uh, an oath out of people and it just it emphasizes we talk about monsters of maple street just how much um just how progressive he was for for that first time um and and how much we we need that those types of voices out there yeah truly i mean even out he's just a man of morals and i think he was unwilling to like budge his morals where it's like i think of the um it's an episode i think it's judgment night there's there was a controversy where he on that episode they were going to do like a sponsorship for tea or coffee and he was just like absolutely not like i don't care that you are producers telling me that you have to do this i'm not going to put ads in the middle of my twilight zone show <laughs> that, that's that's right yeah he he talked about uh in one some interview he did he was talking about like it's weird when you have a drama and you're doing fantasy and you're trying to get after these these serious themes and you break it up to talk about a, a pink bunny selling you tacos <laughs> or, or something you know yeah Honestly, I, I've always like a really appreciated about that's what I've always appreciated about Rod Sterling is how he was ahead of his time. And he because of the power that he kind of had, he did really well with it. Um, he always always he was always respectful for every single writer that was on the show. And he's so good that even when he heard good ideas, he still gave people credit for it. And he's like, here, let me pay you for this idea. Or, you know, um, like for I shot an arrow into the air. That was just an idea that he heard from a person that he knew at a party. And then he's like, oh, let me just write that into a script. And then that was like, but let me give you credit for it at the same time. And. <laughs> I don't know. He was just an all around like good dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I don't think you have to question his patriotism. Like he right. was a fucking paratrooper. Like right, yeah. Well, we we've we've seen we've seen in the news in the past couple of years uh, people people questioning patriotism of our of our troops. So you know, it's uh, when when people get on in their their philosophical ways, their political ways, whatever what have you. Uh, it's it's easy to be like, well, they don't agree with me, so they must not be patriotic. Yeah. If you don't agree with my idea of America, therefore, you hate America. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, I mean, not, I'm not saying that that's that, <laughs> yeah. that idea is right. No, that was, a, that was, I was talking from the heart there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, As he's doing it, I'm just rolling my eyes. <laughs> quoted, quoted. If there's one quote from this episode, it's going to be that, and I'm going to plaster it all over social media. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, no, but truly, I love, I love uh, First Amendment, and you, you be yourself, okay? Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I, I'm cut, I'm cutting that out because I, <laughs> I I want I want I want my narrative of, of what happened here today. <laughs> I won't let this propaganda stand. Well, you know, I I was recording on my end, and I'm going to put out the narrative I want to put out. Oh no! <laughs> this this feels like the plot to Spider-Man: Far From Home. <laughs> Oh my god, that movie was about fake news. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm Jay Jonah I'm Jameson. Jay Jonah Brandison. I don't know. I'm, I'm, Isn't it wild they made him <laughs> Alex Jones? <laughs> it's so it's so good. It's such a it's such an apt uh comparison. 
Uh, okay. Well, you know, Rod Serling love aside, Rod Serling adoration and and just passion for the man aside, we you know, we could talk. We could talk about how much I want to be his son for hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know we don't have that uh, kind of bandwidth on this this device that I'm recording. I ask everybody uh, going when they watch the episode to rate and however they choose. Dan, Anna, out of what rating scale do you rate this episode? I give this episode size seven out of ten. Oh, I did take that. I was going to do like out of five, but it was like a three for me. But <laughs> but it would five. be like a seven, seven to eight. Three out of five, seven out of ten. Best best three out of five. Um, that's uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey reference. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So so we got seven out of ten for both of you. Seven Size seven out of ten for both of you. Huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I, do, I do enjoy it. Like... I again, like I just wanted more, and I don't think that's a bad thing. That uh, negative three points for slapping slapping women. women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amen. <laughs> Dick, he should he should have gotten as far as he did. The piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, she should have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> she should have put the shoes on. Uh, uh, we'll get in, we'll get an alternate endings here in a second. Uh, I I I'm. We have we have we have a we have a triple play here because I too would would do seven out of ten, hey. because nice. because it was it was it was entertaining. I, I liked I liked the concept of it. Some of, we talked about like the beginning. I felt that went on too long. Um, the apartment stuff uh, I wasn't super okay with. I wasn't okay with the slap and um, the implied. Well, I mean, it's not even implied. He made out with her when she didn't want to be made out with. That those issues aside i still thought overall it was it was a, it was a good episode um and uh, the, this idea that he's going to come back and every time he comes back there's going to be a different bookcase sliding open with another person <laughs> shooting him that was genuinely like when he shoots the guy from the painting and then the shoot happens from the bookcase i was genuinely shocked i was like oh what a twist. <laughs> what a twist. That book just shot him. <laughs> that guy has shooting books. <laughs> I'm curious on the genre. <laughs> Murder mystery, of course. It turned what it, if it was romance? <laughs> <laughs> it was dial M for murder. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's that's fantastic speaking of, speaking of alternate endings and, and ways that to move forward we play something here called choose your own adventure uh dan anna let let's let's get you started alternate endings uh well anna why don't you why don't you get us started as far as your alternate ending goes okay so when we were talking about this we were something that both of us combined into an ending. But in the middle of this recording, I just thought about <laughs> something different that I'll let Dan share our idea originally. But I was thinking that uh, the episode shouldn't have been focused on that character, Dean. Like how it, he is, but he would be a side character. But I would like the ending to continue from Daggett's perspective and how he just becomes completely like paranoid for every time he sees somebody in those shoes. 
Ooh, I, I, Ooh, like that's a popular brand of shoe. Yeah, so he's constantly, <laughs> he starts becoming more and more paranoid because he killed the one guy and then he came back and he's, and the ending where he's like, I'm going to keep trying forever and ever. And then you're just like, that's the whole, like, that's where it continues from his perspective. So he'd be like, he'd be a house where you have to take off your shoes at the door. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't look at it like that, but that'd be perfect. (laughs) Where he's like walking down the street or at like a restaurant or like even like moves and stuff. Like he just changes his whole lifestyle and it still comes back to haunt him. Ah, yeah, that that's good. Uh, He has like like his front, the front door of all his uh, all his businesses is there's just like a window that looks directly at the feet. (laughs) All his guys are like, "Let me see your shoes." Like, (laughs) hey, wait a minute these are these are specific brand of loafers. (laughs) I mean, it also like to credit the episode itself, he does pull the gun from his like sock. You could say pulled it from his shoe. The shoes were his, the the <laughs> attempted murder. That's that's true. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I think that plays into a little bit of, of one of my alternate endings. But <laughs> <laughs> the gun puts on the shoes. <laughs> uh, Dan, Dan, so you 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 have the combined choose your own adventure for you and, and Anna originally. What what, yeah. what is that? Um, I, we're just really thinking that maybe it shouldn't have just ended where it did end. Maybe you can continue where that guy put that uh, at the end. He gets dumped off and then the next homeless guy puts on his shoes. So I was thinking maybe um, like that guy attempts and then he also fails. And then uh, the homeless people in that area would become superstitious and be like, no, I'm not putting on those shoes. They're, every t- person that wears those shoes ends up dead. So I, through some way, I don't know where shoes go if they're on dead people, but through through some <laughs> way, they end up at like a thrift store and you would close the shot of someone buying that pairs of shoes from a thrift store. So that could be like years later or something. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. I should have I should have mentioned something like that earlier. Um about, about thrift store shopping no that, that that that's 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 perfect because I, I don't know if i told you this but i bought a pair of vans from a, a goodwill at one point in time mm-hmm. and and the idea of, of getting away from the homeless people getting away from using homeless people as, as a tool to tell the, this story getting right. in, into more of a uh not more of a tragic thing but but more of like somebody who has a, re- a a good reputation and all of a sudden he's he's being damaged. I guess that goes more into like the four of us are dying uh right. the territory but but I mean, you know, it's a different different approach to it. It it is it is indeed. Right. I dig it. I dig I dig both of those. Be uh, like haunted shoes honestly. <laughs> I think at like some point I was like, what if a kid just accidentally wore like a shoes that his dad bought? Just becomes a man. <laughs> oh god. Just becomes like boss baby or something. <laughs> Yeah, the 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 only issue I have with that is inevitably when that we'll say a seven year old walks back into the apartment and poor (laughs) and poor woman is like, "Who are you, kid?" Like, make me a drink. Make me a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Tequila and sugar. (laughs) Heavy on the sugar. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only time. That's the only time. Be like, oh, well, maybe maybe you should cut that out. (laughs) <laughs> uh i have i have two endings uh okay. one one is serious 
one not as serious. Uh, the first one is just, it's just, it's just simply this, uh, Bernie takes the shoes off, um, and becomes Nathan, uh, Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, it becomes Nathan, becomes Dane. So actually, so Bernie takes the shoes off of of Nathan's body and is like, "Ooh, I like these shoes. These are nice shoes." F F F Dane, he's gone now. But these shoes, though. And then he puts right. he puts the shoes on, and then in a in a twisted way, both men get what they want. Dane gets to get revenge on Bernie, and at the same time, Bernie is still essentially the head of that uh, organization the the solo man head of the right situation that was my first that was my first that, thought i played with that idea a little bit so it's like i this guy is so hellbent on revenge that it's it puts him in like this moral conundrum where he wants this guy dead but he's now that guy so if he kills this guy he'll end up dying himself at least for the time being yeah, and it's it's like a, a snake eating itself situation. Yeah. Also, it's like, is his revenge tied to his shoes, period? Like, once he finally kills this guy, are the shoes, like, no longer active? Oh, right. That, that, that's a good call. Like, the shoes are like, hey, we did our job. We're, we're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, the second ending that I had in mind, uh, I, I, li- I, like, I like this. I like this ending a little bit better, um, is... Eventually, Dane is able to kill Bernie. Dane in whatever version of the body he's in. We'll say it's the the British guy. Uh, the British guy kills Bernie, and then uh, they dump his body in in an alley. And then one of the homeless guys takes that takes Bernie's shoes, and then Bernie is like, "Oh, now I want revenge yes. on Dane." <laughs> as soon oh as you God. said "drop off the body," I knew where you're going, and I love it. And <laughs> And then, so this this becomes a TV series, uh, <laughs> a, a limited TV, TV series, uh, where at the end, the season finale of season one, uh, they just get so far down the rabbit hole that the shoes themselves start fighting, uh, <laughs> and and they they. They fatally maim each other, and they're both lying on on the ground. Uh, the the leather kind of leaking from their 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 shoe bodies, <laughs> and they look at each other, and they just they just acknowledge, just like almost a silent acknowledgement that they could have done so much good in the world if if only they'd walked the same path. <laughs> And then they give a shoelace handshake and oh my God. agree to do good, <laughs> and the, and the, and fade to black. I was gonna say at first this is kind of giving me like face off vibes until he started mentioning like the shoes themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love that idea. <laughs> and and so those 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 are our those are our alternate versions. Uh, we don't you uh, social media. You can vote on it if you want. You don't have to because we know that Dan and Anna's is the best. Obviously, <laughs> no, I genuinely love your uh, love your this. shoes that realize yeah. they could have done good. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. I I want I want to say Dan and Anna, thank you so much for for coming on the show. Uh, it, it's been a it's been a blast. We've talked. We've laughed a lot. We've had a good time. And and usually when I meet people for the first time. I'm like, oh boy, they're gonna think I'm awful, and maybe you do, but we still laughed, and that's that's good. Um, I I have I have some links to your show, but why don't you tell the listener how they can get a hold of you? If you go to 
BSISpod.com. You can find our podcast with all the relevant links. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Dan Rennie. And I'm at underscore Anna Edits. And that's how you can reach us individually or at BSISpod on Twitter. But mainly just go to BSISpod.com and find all that shit. <laughs> all that shit. I, I, <laughs> uh, as I've said before... Monsters are doing Maple Street. I've listened to that episode. And on that episode, you said, you know, I'm going to change it from between science and superstition.com to BSAS pod. And you did it. And, and I did it. I commend you. I commend you. Here, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm clapping in the background. <laughs> because, you know, what's really annoying is posting a long ass link that says between science superstition.com slash episode 32. Amen. So I went, I, I literally used like a, a bitly shortener. So I was like, I need to do something. <laughs> Uh, I, I no, I completely understand and completely feel your pain. Uh, submitted for your approval, a Twilight Zone podcast <laughs> is a long ass name. Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast, is also <laughs> probably a little bit longer than it needs to be. So <laughs> I completely uh, empathize with your position. Yeah. I was going to say, we can't help it that all of us have like good long names, you know? <laughs> the longer, the, the longer, the easier it is to remember, right? I think that's yeah, how that, I think so. yeah. that works. Uh, you, you sing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Between science and superstition.com. <laughs> uh, it's not long enough for supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That's what I was trying to. Not quite. I was trying to. <laughs> you feel like a next idea. But between science and superstition.com still works, and I'll just redirect you to BSASpod.com. That's 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 wild how technology works. Uh, yeah, what what is what are we web designers here? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> at this point, uh, that's great. That's great. Well, uh, Dan, Anna, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I really do appreciate you uh, spending time with me, even though you didn't you didn't have to, but you you chose to. We did. And we loved it. And we had fun. Yeah. You're our first show that we've gone to. We've had Matt from Anthology slash Obsessive Viewer come on to our show, but we've never been on someone else's show. So we appreciate you <gasps> reaching out. Aww. It's like our Guys. debut. <laughs> <laughs> that I I feel I feel honored now. I, I didn't feel honored before when I was just talking to you as, as regular people, but now I feel honored <laughs> that you chose you chose my show to be to, to come on for the first time. Yeah, I can't. You didn't know you were special this whole time. I didn't, and you had to beat the bad parts of you up. <laughs> was, there yeah. it is, tied it back. <laughs> <laughs> so, 